Welcome to the Love Yourself Healthy Podcast. I am Melanie Lillis. I'm an eating psychology coach, nutritional therapist, and I have my Bachelor of Physical and Health Education. Throughout this podcast, we are going to be diving into the realm of eating psychology, body image, self-love, and creating a healthy and happy mind. I cannot wait to share my knowledge with you in hope that it's going to positively influence your life. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. It feels like forever. I know it hasn't been forever, but it does feel like a little bit of time. Anyways, how is everyone? I hope you're all well. I'm really excited for today's episode. It is my top healthy hacks for a happy body and mind. And I wanted to create this episode because being healthy doesn't just mean eating healthy food and going to the gym. And I keep seeing like really awesome posts from people like sharing their healthy hacks, but they are always missing some tips that I would love to share. So I figured I would just make a podcast covering them. So if you enjoy this episode, I would be so happy for you to review it. I haven't had one in a while, so yeah. I'd like for you to leave me one if that's okay. (laughs) All right, before we get into it, I'm going to share the listener comment of the week and it is from Sheridan and she said, I love your podcast. Sounds strange, but your voice relaxes me and I find it so easy to tune into and resound with what you're saying. Thank you for putting yourself out there every day on socials, the podcast, everything and know that it's changing people's lives. Thank you so much, Sherry. I think that my boyfriend would beg to differ when it comes to my voice sounding soothing, but if it's soothing someone, I'm I'm impressed with myself. (laughs) All right, so... I'm going to dive straight in. Hack number one, daily affirmations. And anyone who knows me will know that if I had a magic wand, I would use it to make every single person in the whole wide world be absolutely in love with their bodies and themselves. Loving who you are and how you perceive yourself is something that I really do try to preach each and every day. And if you follow me on social media, Bear X Brave, you will know that I really am so passionate about helping others love the skin they're in. And I find it heartbreaking that we can be our own worst enemies. So daily affirmations are something that I included in my day every single day when I was recovering from an eating disorder. And it's something that I still include today. And it is so important to take a moment out of your day every day to just really appreciate yourself. And if you're not doing that yet, please promise me you will. The way I do affirmations, and you can create your own little, you know, jazz on however you want to do any of these tips. But the way I do it is by looking in the mirror and genuinely looking into my own eyes and I tell myself how amazing I am, how beautiful I am, how strong I am, how successful I am going to be in my life. And I really try to believe that when I'm saying it. And the more we can tell ourselves these positive thoughts, the more that your subconscious mind actually starts to believe it. And the more we can live our lives without constantly having self-sabotaging thoughts. So trying to make this a habit of yours. And 
as I said, you don't have to do everything the way that I do it. I know people who do self-affirmations just by writing it down. So they have a journal and every morning when they wake up, they open their journal and they write down their affirmations for the day. And each day it might be different. Each day it might be the same. So figure out what works for you. But I promise you doing the affirmations and creating a habitual routine of talking to yourself kindly, you will see such a big impact in your mental health and just how you view yourself as a whole. Hack number two, be mindful, listen to your body and know when it's time for rest. We can get so caught up in the fast paced lifestyle of today's day and age that we forget to slow down and just allow our body to catch up. And I like to use this bucket analogy. So, okay, imagine there is a bucket in front of you. Throw into that bucket some junk food, some polluted air, throw in the stress that you're currently dealing with, throw in the cold that you're trying to get over, throw in the high intensity exercise that you're forcing yourself to do and throw in the argument that you had with your partner the other day. When our bucket starts to overflow, that's when breakdowns, sickness, anxiety, depression and complete burnout enters. If we can learn how to listen to all of our body's signals, know when to slow down and know when our bodies are asking us to take a break, we can start to feel more grounded and connected and healthy, happy, calm and just content. And I know when I need rest and rejuvenation because I usually experience really specific symptoms. I'll get tired easily. I'll have like brain fog or like moodiness, but not moodiness like I'm about to get my period. Moodiness like I just wake up angry and I can't seem to shift. And it's like I just, my brain is just super foggy and my gut starts to play up and I feel really disconnected um, within my body. So a massive tip that I learned was to start listening to my body and knowing that it's okay to not go to the gym, you know, on, on a day that I had a big gym session plan. It's okay to not go to a party on the weekend because you're not feeling up to it. It's okay to say no to things. And that's a big thing that I've had to teach myself. Say no to things. If it's not in alignment with what you want, or if your body is not feeling up to it, then don't do it. You will definitely thank yourself for it later. And just make sure that at least once or twice a week, you have a day dedicated to rest. I know that we can work all week and when it gets to the weekend, we want to go see our friends and we want to do this, we want to do that. But at least half of a day, dedicate it to you know doing a nice slow walk or maybe having a bath or maybe doing some pampering or whatever it is to calm your mind. Meditation obviously is a massive one in yoga um, and just stretching as well, really allowing your body to do slow movements and holding positions in a, a non-vigorous way uh, can be really beneficial for your body and your mental health and all the rest of it. My next hack is to chill the F out. <laughs> if I were to ask you this question, are you stressed? what would you say? I can guarantee that a lot of people out there are quite stressed in their lives and maybe you're not feeling it right now, but maybe you felt it half an hour ago, (laughs) whether it's work or relationships or money or uni or your body image. The stress response is something that I talk about quite regularly and 
I do so because I understand the insane impact that stress has on our health. And I see people every single day who are stressing themselves into a sickness. When we stress, we go into the fight or flight mode. And the fight or flight mode is a physiological response that is built into our body to either fight or take flight from a threat. So you're walking in the woods, a bear starts running at you, and your brain decides whether to fight the bear or run away from the bear. And this mechanism, it gives your body the best possible chance of surviving by giving you like powerhouse strength and reaction skills. Now, this is an amazing response when you're faced with a bear. <laughs> but our brains can't determine between what a real threat is or what a perceived threat is. So when we are experiencing stress in our everyday lives, and it can literally just be something like fast eating, it could be something like a fight with your boyfriend or deadlines at work, whatever it is, money struggles, it switches on the stress response. So many of us are constantly in a low level stress response. Now, something that I hope is becoming common knowledge for those who have followed me for a while is that when we are in the fight or flight mode, we release the stress chemicals, insulin and cortisol. And these chemicals signal the body to store weight, store fat and not build muscle. We also go into some form of digestive shutdown and that slows down our metabolism. It causes a decrease in the absorption of the nutrients from the food that we are eating. My gut literally immediately reacts to a stressful situation. Like literally, as soon as I stress, my stomach goes into knots and it is so painful. I mean, it's great because like I get reminded immediately, like take a deep breath, maybe take a step back, but it is so painful. And it's like I get stabbing pains and I get, um, it's kind of like I get a buildup of, of gas, I guess, underneath my rib cage. Oh, it's so bad, but I only get it if I am stressed. Like I'm very responsive to stress. So it's really, really important for you to take a look at your life and see what areas you can reduce your stress in. Now I'm going to share a little bit more about what this stress can diminish. So a little bit more of a scientific look. It diminishes our digestive blood flow our gut bacteria, gut enzymes, gut peristalsis, gut O2, gut immunity, stomach acid regulation, muscle tone of gut organs, gastric emptying time regulation, intestinal transit time regulation, and nutrient absorption. So if you are a stress head or if you know someone who is a stress head, tell them or try your best to take a few minutes out of your day to just breathe. Do not underestimate the power of a deep breath. Let's all take one now. <sighs> I'm not weird, I promise. <laughs> Check in with how you're feeling as well. Like I know that's a weird thing to say, but when you're having a really busy day or you've got so much going on, we so often forget to just be like, how am I feeling? Like, what is my body asking from me? What do I need to do to make myself feel better? Am I feeling energized? Am I not feeling energized? Just check in with how you're feeling. Get some fresh air and try your hardest to let go of any worries, especially ones that are not going to be important tomorrow or not going to be important in like a year. So figure out what stresses are worth stressing over and what ones are just 
using up all your energy. When our bodies are in the relaxation mode, we are in our ultimate metabolic state. So the more we relax, the quicker we can see results in terms of digestion, calorie burning capacity, happiness, mindset, all of the rest. My favorite ways to relax is by having a bath or going for a walk along the beach, watching a romantic movie on Netflix. I am a massive romantic lover. Oh, so much. Um, And I also love reading a book in the sunshine. I don't read books that often, but I love just like the sun on my back and a good book in my hand that really kind of puts you in the now, puts you in the moment. My next hack is to do something fun every single week. When was the last time you had fun? And I'm talking fun that's not alcohol induced. (laughs) If you can like easily remember that time you had fun, then that's amazing. But does it happen regularly? And if you can't even remember the last time you had fun, then this is a great hack for you to think about. Um, Someone said something to me the other day, which I really loved. And it was, when was the last time you did something for the first time? I love that. Like, have a think. When was the last time you did something for the first time ever? If you don't even know, and I'm not talking like I walked into a shop that I haven't walked into before. I'm talking like an activity or something creative or just, you know, anything that kind of sparked a different part of your brain. Having fun has always been like such an important habit of mine for as long as I can remember. And I still have such a young brain and it could partly do with the fact that I work with primary school kids every day, or it could be because I know how much better I feel when I'm doing things that are genuinely fun and that bring out my inner child. Like I went and lived in New Zealand and Japan purely because I'm obsessed with snowboarding and Snowboarding brings me an immense amount of joy. When I used to live in Byron, I was doing flying trapeze every single week, which at first it put me out of my comfort zone because I hadn't done it before, but it shortly became one of my favorite things that I had ever, ever tried. And I was actually having a conversation last night with friends at dinner and we were saying we could be the absolute best at something that we've never tried, but because we've never tried it, we will never know. (laughs) So challenge yourself to do something that you've never done before and things that make you excited and make you have fun. For me, things that make me happy are usually quite active things. I like, you know, using my body and I grew up as an athlete and I thoroughly enjoyed like the blood, sweat and tears (laughs) that went into achieving like the ultimate results. And I still to this day am passionate about seeing what my body can do and how far I can push my body and just seeing if there are things out there that I just never knew that I was able to do that I'm actually really good at. But, you know, what makes me happy might be completely different to what makes you happy. So have a think about the things that make you happy. It could be something like reading your favorite book on the couch or spending time with your bestie or painting or it could be drawing or even cooking like your favorite recipe. I love cooking treats because I have a massive sweet tooth but I don't like to eat processed junk. So I like to make, well, I don't do it as much those days. That's something maybe that I should do, (laughs) but I love to make like protein balls and, you know, healthy caramel slices and things like that. Um, Things that you can really enjoy the process of doing, but they also taste delicious. I feel like this is a great hack because these days our inner play is so switched off and 
Instead, we're so engaged in social media that we waste our time living through other people's lives rather than being 100% present in the life that we have. So make it your mission to include one thing each week that is truly just for fun. My last hack is about eating from the earth. I figured I couldn't make a Healthy Hacks podcast without talking about nutrition. It is one of the most important things in our lives. It really is. And I know you've probably heard it all before, but eat as natural as possible. This is a major one for me and it hasn't come without some hurdles. I do admit that. But I am a major advocate for eating as close to organic as possible and I have been for many years and my major reason for doing this is one why would I want to continuously ingest chemicals or processed foods into my body and and two I have a very sensitive gut so highly processed foods make my stomach very sad (laughs) man-made or factory-made or synthetic foods or any foods that have been highly sugared salted or processed are lacking so many of the nutrients and like life-giving substances needed for our optimal health and foods as close to their natural state or as nature intended them to be consumed are in contrast to that really rich in health-giving nutrients that can sustain and can energize us. So fresh raw fruits and vegetables are the best and they have so many vital vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients that lead to having not only a really good health and vibrancy in our body, but also our mental health and our natural state of physical being. So the way our body responds to things, the way that we feel when exercising and the way that we respond to certain situations, if we are giving our body as many nutrients and good quality foods as possible, then we'll be working at our most optimal state. Now, don't get me wrong. There are still a few foods that I can't live without. So I love bread and I still eat bread. But I'll opt for the most healthy version or the organic brands if I can. And these days you can find so many of the yummy, quote unquote, bad for you foods in an organic version or a healthy version. And as I said before, like I am a massive, massive sweet tooth, but I very rarely crave junk food in the processed form because I can usually or you can usually find a replicated version, taste the same, textures the same tastes better most of the time um, in like a raw natural form it's a (laughs) win-win if you struggle to cut out processed foods from your diet then I would suggest to just choose like one meal a day that's going to be 100% whole foods and as organic as possible so just start small and go from there you don't have to make the switch overnight Also, I always suggest for people to eat as plant-based as possible so that you're getting the highest amount of nutrients that you can. So that was a nice short and sweet episode, my friends. I hope that these healthy hacks helped you in some way. I would highly recommend grabbing a journal and writing these tips down and trying to action them in a way that works for your lifestyle. So you don't ever have to copy someone um, word for word, but try to figure out a way that you can include and incorporate these tips into your life, but you're incorporating them in a, in a way that's you and, and that works for your lifestyle. On another note, I am nearly finished my self-love ebook. This ebook will have all of the self-love practices that I live by, how to do them and the benefits of them. So look out for that on my Bear Brave Instagram. And just before I go, I get quite a few listens on my podcast these days and I'm just wondering, are you all following me? 
on Instagram. I share different info each day, which I know you'll all benefit from in some way. So if you're not, please go give me some love on B-A-R-E-X b-r-a-v-e bear brave um i would be really happy and really appreciative and yeah if you have any questions or you're thinking they were great tips mel but i want some more info or i want you to elaborate a little bit more or you didn't cover this please let me know please leave me a review um because i'm more than happy to help and answer any of those questions or suggestions so i am gonna go thank you for listening to my voice for all this time. I hope you all have a really great rest of your week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would be so grateful if you were able to leave me a review and please follow me on Facebook and on Instagram at BearXBrave. If you have any questions or you want to contact me at all, please email me at lyh underscore podcast at outlook.com. I'll talk to you in my next podcast.